0: it's the gen z podcast for me hi guys welcome back to episode 13 of the gen z podcast with me danika tamzin so today i've got a really special guest with me i'm so excited to have you on my Hello. good friend diana hi <laughs> from the history hotline podcast Yes, yes. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for I'm having happy me. Happy to have you. Yeah. Cannot wait. I know. Let's get <laughs> right into it because I always have this little stage where it's like awkward. Yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> to introduce like, the topic. Absolutely. But we're gonna just puff right into it. Love that. <laughs> so this week I want to talk about like social media activism. Mm. So. I want. Do you know nowadays people feel very passionate to talk about certain topics? Everything. Everything people want to talk about. And the wave the flag, like it's something they've been passionate about (laughs) since Star Five. Like one of the (laughs) big examples for me is one time I was in a clubhouse room. Fun fact, you brought me to the house. Yeah, yeah, me that request. (laughs) (laughs) And I was in a clubhouse room, and I was talking about how women don't want to be referred to as females, and this was like a six-hour clubhouse room now i get it might be an issue yeah but i think a lot of people are wasting a lot of time on unnecessary absolutely yes definitely that people always say as
1: well oh yeah but you can focus on more than one topic at a time and yeah that might be the case but, like, why are we spending, as you said, six hours in a clubhouse room when I hate to be that guy, but people are dying? Exactly. Like, there are more pressing issues in this world today. It's, it's, yeah, it's a lot.
0: I know. And then what will happen is people will force other people to care. They'll yeah. feel really passionate about this topic. And then next week, it's a new topic that you have to feel right. passionate about. exactly. Like... I don't, the
1: thing as well I don't like is when you have I guess an issue like that like oh black women don't want to be referred to as females well some black women actually don't care some black women don't like it and some yeah. might so what are you going to do now everyone's yeah. different it, there is no situation where every group of people every person in a group is the same
0: yeah. so I hate when
1: it's like oh we're going to have this long debate you're going to have say if you have 10 speakers and 10 speakers hate it that's not representation of the population it's not a representation and what, you know it's what's,
0: what's so funny with the whole new people get angry about black issues yeah black people are the most insensitive people i know (laughs) like my mom when i walk in she's very open about my weight like she's very like insensitive (laughs) now i'm not saying that that but I'm very insensitive as well I don't get offended easily so now when I'm on social media and I'm seeing people getting offended over like Idris Elba not going around with enough black people on the show goodness gracious it makes it look like people are just always angry honestly it's like the thing about it is is
1: a lot of the time when these issues are made I personally think they're not made by black people like I remember in the after Black Lives Matter movement, Little Britain got taken off air or taken off the iPlayer or whatever because it was quote unquote racist and fair enough it might be a problematic show, whatever you think about it but I promise you black people did not complain about that because I'm my family were laughing i love so loved many people loved it because yes. everyone could get it like if you were like working class if you were super rich if you were black if you were white you were asian you were overweight you were underweight like everyone got it on that show yeah and it was like there was no maliciousness there when there's malicious intent i feel like be offended be mad but yeah. if there's no like you know okay you don't want to be above the, the joke all the time and some things go too far but like i don't know who's making these complaints because
0: I don't even think it's us, quote unquote, I black don't people. think it's us either because I know that sometimes I see things and I'm like, I can see how it's offensive. Yeah. But I don't see like when Khloe Kardashian has Kane Rose. Yeah. I'm not like, oh my gosh, this exactly. is so
1: rude. <laughs> and we, when we get mad about it, we put more, shed more light onto it. We make the algorithm go mad over it so yeah. that, and she, her, like people like her, influencers, they rely on us clicking on their things, commenting. That is more traction for them and more money. Yeah. So yeah. by us getting angry, we don't even realise that we're actually giving them exactly what they want. It makes sense for Kim and Chloe to go and have Kane Rose. Their picture will get the comments and the likes and the talks and it will yeah. make the headlines and they will get more money and more brand deals. And we will
0: sit here mad. Like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? It just like it adds to the narrative that like black women are mad about yeah, something. I think I think you're right. Yeah. And the media play on it so well. So well. And yeah. the always will have like the most passionate passionate black woman speaking <laughs> yeah. about like a pointless topic i remember when i first was introduced to zz mills yeah she was on good morning talking about how she refuses to take her neighbor's post uh,
1: yes i feel like good morning britain has these like silly topics like oh it's morning telly and it's all like you know tongue in cheek or whatever but then to have her on and they always call her like a social commentator a cultural commentator and i'm like does she speak for no. us all? We're not a monolith. I don't know if they mean the black culture, but the culture is always yeah. the black culture. And yeah, it's, it is It's pushing a narrative, as you said. And also, I think, as you, we also kind of said, it's like our anger is then at the wrong
0: thing. Like, exactly. who, like who cares? Because you're right, there's people dying. Like, there's things <laughs> where energy really should be put to uphold, yeah. like, you know, like to give people a out of... Really- yeah, I've definitely. I've just fixed up my words completely. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I get what you're trying to say, Yeah, though, definitely. Like, um, there's actually things that we need to put attention to, but then people, like, magnify such a minute issue yeah. and make out, like, that's what black people are all, all about. Absolutely. But social media activism... Is, I don't know what... You no, know, I'm in a good English. mind to restart, because I don't know what's wrong with me. But, yeah, <laughs> social media activism. When I see that people... They become really passionate about one issue, and then it changes so quick. Yeah, like I'm really passionate about Black women mm-hmm. and Black people. Full yep. Yeah, so yeah. no matter when the conversation about like equal rights comes, I'm yeah. always going to be waving that flag. Absolutely. No matter yeah. how much I talk about it on my podcast, I'm yep. always going to speak about it because I'm passionate about it. But then people like are passionate about animals' rights one day. Exactly. Then they're passionate about like yeah. oh hair discrimination. Then mm. it, and all of this is problems. Yeah. But keep jumping from issue to issue
1: yeah I mean I kind of get the idea though that like you can be passionate about more than one thing like I was vegan for three years so there was a time where I really cared about those animals you know (laughs) I was riding for them the little chickens but I would also obviously care about you know issues like to do with race and like anything to do with I don't know like seeing injustice anywhere like whatever group was kind of the focus i would feel something i wouldn't necessarily be able to go and do a podcast episode or do a talk about it or put up a post on instagram because i don't know enough and i hate to be i feel like news comes out so fast sometimes and it comes out wrong and i don't want to be that person that's sharing the wrong thing even without a massive platform and then you know like people being like oh actually that was really bad you've magnified something wrong yeah but i I get people can care about different things i just think it's when you're forcing everybody else to care as well as if they aren't you know people even in this pandemic people like why haven't you shared this about this like people have family members dying this is how i'm going
0: through life people are going through so much and then like i'll let everybody know last week i did a compilation episode it actually wasn't Meant to be one. Yeah. I have recorded a whole episode, but it was very sad. Like yeah. I was speaking about the young boy Richard who went missing, then I was yeah. speaking about DMX, then I was speaking about Ashley Kane's daughter. Yeah. And I was thinking, I know that I'm not enjoying listening to all this bad news. Absolutely. There's only so much that one person can take on. Yep. Now I, tell me if I'm being wrong here, like I wanna yeah. know your opinion. Mm-hmm. When I was clicking through everybody's stories and all I could see was the young girl and the young man yeah. and, like, St. Vincent, oh, I'll save that after but... It was, like, I feel so helpless in the situation. Yeah. So I don't even want to hear about it like
1: yeah it's hard and i think being i guess being plugged into social media all the time means you kind of don't have a choice because you're at the mercy of what people you follow share and as much as i always say to people you know like curate your timeline yeah. mute people unfollow them if you have to like block certain types of accounts that share stuff that don't like make you feel good but when you've got a news stories kind of as big as that and i don't know like not everybody watches the news anymore or reads the newspaper you're kind of going to get the same thing cuz you follow similar types of people. It's true. But I do, yeah, these past few weeks have been heavy. I feel like someone has genuinely died every day or like multiple people celebrities like or it's just sadness and illness and grief it's it's a lot it's too much and i don't think it's healthy for us to be plugged into it all the time it's so
0: not healthy because you're right like we have people around us dying we have people just going through general life like this thing called life isn't easy we have people going through it and then like you go onto social media i enjoy a little mean mean here and everywhere (laughs) and it's like you need to care about this and it's i don't i want to stress it's not that i don't care because i do. UK of that course. Richard that young man it really got to me however it was like every time I seen his face yeah. it was bringing me back to the headspace which I'm not there yeah, to be in, be in again in, absolutely and like with the Ashley Kane store I was having a conversation I was thinking is it actually wise to have this little girl's face online because after whatever happened may happen yeah. then it's kind of like the family still have to go through it yeah, social media true. can't help them to a certain extent yeah definitely then sorry then again I
1: think there is I don't know I don't feel it personally but is there a therapy in putting yourself out there and receiving comments and support because even in in their comments like it's love it's a lot of love and I don't know if that is their way of dealing with it and that's, like, I would ne- I've would. i never been in that situation. I've not even had a child to know yeah. what I would want to do or what would be best. I know some people that would hide away from the world and that would be how they dealt with it. But maybe that is, you know, how it will help them through, maybe.
0: There's no right or wrong way to go about it. Yeah. However, I think right now, a lot of people are like, we need to spread this little girl's face all over social media. Yeah. And when I first seen it, I was like, do you know what? we should because Mm. this little girl's a soldier that's like a really strong little girl however i think trigger warnings are a really big thing because i don't know what you've been through you don't know what i've been through me going like my friends sending it to me of course my friends know i haven't been through anything like that but say if i'm clicking on stories hearing about a really sick child what if it brings up trauma for me yeah absolutely and in this like on social media you are really taught not to be selfish mm-hmm. like you have to be very caring you have to always think of others and i'm a massive empath this is why i've had to learn to sort of you have be to selfish. Shield yourself yeah, yeah because definitely. i will walk around all day mm. every day with this on my mind yeah. of what i've seen on social media it's not good and it's kind of like just having a phone in your hand yeah you know too much information Definitely. but I did want to quickly mention St Vincent so yeah. um, I told I feel always feel helpless in situations yeah. but, so my brother's got a podcast The Express Truth and they're donating some money on Friday so I'm going to put the PayPal link underneath if Definitely. you if anything you can afford if it's a pound, if, honestly it's just going to go to a good cause cause like do you know Caribbean's our motherland, we can't yeah exactly, we can't let that and it,
1: they're, all so, all, they're all such small islands but like even the way that that volcano of ashes spreading to different islands that are like thousands of miles away or hundreds of miles away in the sea it's insane
0: yeah but
1: yeah it is it's home isn't it and i think for so many people that is a holiday destination or just a place that they go to escape the real world but but that is people's homes i've 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 never been
0: it looks beautiful I went to St. Vincent and it's a really small island. I believe that's the island. My mum probably can correct me on this. But we caught a train. It's so small. You can catch a train around it and it only takes like an hour. That's crazy. It was crazy. It's a lovely small island. Yeah. And like, you see what it's done to like Montserrat? I don't know about the history of that volcano. But I know that it's like, it ruined a lot of people's lives. And not enough people want to help. You'll see people like... Saying, you should care about you, but are you actively trying to do anything to help? So if I'm not doing anything... Maybe awareness, you know what, maybe I've got this wrong, maybe Mm. awareness is a thing. Awareness is a thing in certain situations.
1: Like, right now, for St Vincent, awareness is needed so we can raise money, because they need money. The volcano has erupted, like, we can't, do you know what I mean? It's not, like, a preventative thing, whereas, I guess, with missing, um, with Richard, who went missing, awareness, again, we needed to find him. Very important. At this stage, it's now a question of, I don't know if the police are doing inquiries or whatever, that isn't necessary anymore.
0: Yeah. With
1: the, I think it was... Evan I can't remember his surname but who um, you know called 999 in hospital having a sickle cell crisis because they didn't give him oxygen we need awareness because
0: people still don't know about sickle cell sickest oh my gosh you know what I wanted to do a whole blog about sickle cell I want to do a whole episode about sickle cell one time I was listening to a podcast and I was listening to a gentleman talking about sickle cell yeah and it's not a fun it's no form of life that you would want To live, and the worst thing is, you can actually prevent your child from having it. You need to find out if you have the trait, and I'm just going to
1: be that guy. But black people need to give blood. Yeah, and when you give blood, I gave blood. blood. It's my seventh donation, sixth donation. I've been giving blood since 2016. And when you go as a first-time donor, they tell you if you've got the sickle cell trait.
0: Yeah, and
1: they tell you your iron levels. So if you think you might be anemic or any of that kind of stuff, take you get a blood test essentially, so you can get out of it as well as obviously giving a pint of blood and. It takes literally... I bled out the pint in four minutes... Five minutes, 40 seconds. That is nothing. Yeah. The longest thing I had to do was wait after... Because they just make sure you don't faint... And they give you snacks.
0: Do you know what? I wanted to do it for my 20th birthday. Yeah. Uh, no. My 20th, My 19th birthday. Yeah. Because I wanted to sort of like... Do something for somebody else. Exactly. But like i don't know why i didn't do it because i'm still very much yeah because sick as is a thing that's affects a lot of our people it yeah. affects other cultures too well
1: african and caribbean people predominantly Most, yeah and mostly we are the lowest like denomination ethnic group of donors so with and um, blood types as well like black people have similar blood types yeah so if black people aren't donating you know they're not we're not going to be able to help each other but yeah. like, i think it's i think it oh b plus b negative maybe and another one that the like black people have—it's common in the black community, yeah. but rare for the wider community. And you don't ship blood from overseas. Like if it's not people in this England
0: donating the blood and it's do you not, know some something people happen. when their are sick as hell gets like a certain point they have yeah. to have regular blood transfusions, transfusions yeah like, absolutely and there is a thing of not available blood, yeah no so. literally
1: that's why like black people are so like you know um, impacted by it and even things of like car in a car crash you might need a blood transfusion stab yeah. wounds gunshot wounds like any kind of thing where you're bleeding out to a point where you need to that blood to be replaced you will need a transfusion and if there aren't black people donating you won't and yeah. be able to have that. And I think for me personally, in a selfish way, God forbid I ever go to hospital for something where I need a transfusion and there's not enough blood for me. Exactly. So I'm like, well, let me give now while I can. So one day maybe someone else will be
0: inspired to give and yeah. then fast it, forward and I don't I'll be helped. Do think it's promoted enough? No, it's Like, not. it's not promoted enough in sick as hell. Like, I've heard of it. Like, my mum will say somebody in our family, like, I've heard of it. However, I definitely didn't understand no, how not bad it can get and like the quality of life yeah, it can give somebody. The crises. The, when I heard about the crisis, my heart, like a crisis is when, like, you buy is it when the body goes into like a shuffle? Yeah, it just, and, and it's just
1: intense pain and it's uh, immense. And I think the NHS are quite weird about giving out painkillers willy nilly. Yeah. But, like, that's what they need, like, the strongest painkillers. And they're in hospital, they might mm. need a transfusion, they might need something else.
0: And I was hearing that. Do you know, like, if it's somewhere in, like, Middlesbrough? Yeah. Because their populations, a lot of white people, yeah, they don't a know. lot of the hospitals don't know how to deal with, like, crisis and it's stuff. Crazy. And it's such a big issue that's affecting the community and i really don't hear much people talk about it there's a woman
1: called elizabeth anionwu she got um the pride of britain award i think two years ago and she's um her mom is irish and her dad's nigerian and she's a nurse um and a professor now of nursing and she as a nigerian woman half nigerian she didn't even know about it until she kind of got deeper into her like she was already a nurse past the training past nursing school and now she's kind of started this big campaign i think even why we know about it now so much is because of her she's written wow. her uh, autobiography it came out like last year or the year before and she talks about sickle cell she talks about mary Seacole cole as well like oh, in nursing that. school no one knew about mary Seacole. cole yeah. so these you know things that are impacting black women this history of black people is not being taught and it's like yeah. this is medical racism this is what that is is. this is you know oh if you have this symptom where your skin turns blue or your rash is red you have xyz that don't happen to black people we don't go blue we don't get a red rash you know it shows up differently if you're not teaching that in medical school what's the
0: point do you know what though there is an argument to be had you know what I'm always playing devil's advocate don't know why what why Why, Danika why no I'm a very (laughs) objective person I always like to look at like two sides of the coin but I I always think like if we are a three percent in the UK maybe it's hard for them to like understand blackness I get however we're in 2021 yeah I low-key believe there's no excuse no
1: and the thing is as well we look at three percent for the whole UK population. But there are cities where there are not three like percent like London, Birmingham, mm-hmm. exactly. So your nurses and doctors say fair enough in a you know got bit a place like Middlebury, as you said, um it's kind of not accepted but understandable why they might not have known. In a big, yeah. you know, inner city, London hospital, Birmingham Hospital, you should know about sickle cell. Yeah. It's not and but then also People go to unis in different places and study nursing in different yeah. places. So how do you? It's, it's, that?
0: it's hard, but I do yeah. think we are making like a start with raising awareness. Definitely. And sick, like something like sickle cell, it's an issue which I believe this is where we need social yeah. media activists. I,
1: I don't know. This is gonna sound silly. Maybe you don't know the answer. Do white people can they get sickle cell or like?
0: From what I've heard, it's only in like um like Latin. No, no, okay. Like, do you know, like Latin America, like yeah. that kind of people. Oh, okay, yeah. But that's white um, yeah, that's like them type of people. Yeah. But. Not pre- it's a black issue. Uh, so
1: yeah, that that makes sense. I've heard a lot.
0: I can, I'm a big conspiracy. I don't believe in conspiracies, mm-hmm. but I read a lot. Yeah, and I've heard like they try to inject it into black people. I don't believe that, but yeah, I no. hope not.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like with this whole like inject it in. Like I was listening to a podcast about like the vi- the vaccine as well, and she was saying there's a difference between what you can inject in the body and can go through the systems, and what's a genetic thing. Like you yeah. can't inject. I don't know. You can't inject like a gene into someone. So if you have a genetic trait. It's very difficult. I don't know the science of... Do you know what? I don't to, want to go to, to do the, do the science because no, I'll I don't show her shit. No,
0: exactly. yeah. be like, I am completely no. awful like, at yeah, biology. So, However, I do think that it is a little bit weird. Yeah, that it only affect black people. Uh,
1: like I don't know. I guess there must be a reason put out there by yeah. someone. I don't know what it is, but...
0: Uh, I don't but then know. also
1: now, it, obviously, we know that it is a trait and it's passed on through, yeah. you know, to children. If you if you have um, a partner that is got the trait and you have it or have the trait as well. Um, so I guess if black people continue to marry black people um, which for the most part on a global scale we actually do despite what everyone's saying I, mean, I,
0: I love um, that you said that but that yeah, it's that one true like, yeah. on a global scale like, black people are marrying black, black, people, people. Marry black yeah. people
1: so yeah that is it's going to carry on because yeah. we, people aren't checking if they have the trait um, not for their own fault, maybe. But I think with everything in this world, if people wanted to
0: end it or stop it, they, they could. Because yeah, you know what? In the next, like, 100... I know that don't sound like a lot, but in the grand scheme, it is a short amount yeah. of time. We really could put an end to the sickest. cell We crisis. could.
1: You can, like... I hate the word, but outbreed it. Yeah, like, you can. That's <laughs> gross, but yeah, but you could.
0: it's just things that people are unaware of. People yeah. wouldn't even think to ask do somebody, know, yeah. oh, do you have, do the, you trait? have the trait? Yeah. Like, to be fair, until my mum told me... yeah and you kind of have oblivion. to ask early because you yeah. are only
1: trying to fall in love with someone that has a trait then you now you're like I'm, I'm exactly. a risk
0: Ah, uh, because that child's quality of life I like, know the guy who I was listening to it was on Halfcast podcast yeah and he was talking about was how him and happened. his mum yeah. had sicker cell so when the, sometimes the both were being crisis hospital bed next to each other and it's yeah. kind of like and he said that he would have, like, a low-key resentment for yeah. his mum. Not because, like... But it was, like, it could have been prevented Absolutely. having this life full of pain. Yeah. But, it's sad. do you know what I wanted to talk about? Especially how you like, a historian. Is that what yeah. people call you? Yeah, I mean,
1: kind of. I feel like I need to go a bit more uni first. No, no. Then I'll be qualified, qualified. Yeah, you're, you're there. for now,
0: <laughs> yeah, historian-ish. I've got a historian on the <laughs> podcast, guys. So, <laughs> I want to talk about... Do you know, like, this... Black history films. Yeah. What's your views on them? Do you think that we need to get rid of slave films? Do you think we need to have more black love stories? Like, So I hear this a lot. I think
1: 90s babies are talking about it. Like They're sick of like slave films and this and that.
0: Yeah.
1: I haven't completely made up my mind on individual slave films. However, I think we need balance. Yes. So if you're going to put out white, black pain and black suffering, give me some black joy as well. Yeah. do you know what I mean like I think we do need to slave films it's, it, I, historical I can't lie historical films are my favourite type of film it's all yeah. I watch Harriet Tubman
0: was a wicked film
1: right like yeah. I, that's what I like whether it's like Jackie Robinson's 42 or like even if it's Remember the Titans that's like loosely based on a true story sports films about a specific racial or historical period that's what I like so I'm always going to be like waving the flag for them like yeah. no matter how traumatic they are because it is history and I think we can, when we read about, you know, what happened in the past, we can kind of gloss over it. But yeah. I think it's really important to understand that these things happened. And as we get further away from, you know, when slavery actually happened, we kind of, I think we trivialise it like, oh, yeah, the slaves were beaten and they were whipped. No, no, no. These punishments were torturous. And I've only really deep them when I see them in films. So I, that's why I think we need them do still. You, do you know what? I only I don't think we it. need to watch them. True. <laughs> I think black people need to do black joy, though i don't yeah. like when white people do black joy they don't do it nicely like it's not funny <laughs> do you know what i mean it's cringy like i'm thinking when i think of black joy i'm thinking about like marlon Wayne, the waynes brothers yeah comedies like eddie murphy like you know i listened to the episode about coming to america i enjoyed it <laughs> so yeah like it was i mean for for that moment in the world where my head was what was happening in the world that joy was exactly what i needed i needed a stupid film like that oh yeah so i feel like it came at a good time but back to the conversation um yeah I think black joy is necessary I guess who does it is important and also with a balance but I think also my perspective is a bit skewed because as a historian of race I am constantly surrounded by history that yeah. is very very negative like I have a joke with my friend because I, I met him in the library once we were both studying and I was just sitting there crying because I was reading about um black deaths in police custody in the UK it's literally a book and it's just got all of them and every single story up until like 1980 of how they've died and I just sat there crying because I was I was in the good place anyway but that was the essay I was writing and it had to be done and that is my work and yeah. you might be thinking why do you even do this like it is yes it's traumatic but I don't know I feel like I have a duty to the people that went before us to tell their stories no matter how sad they are yeah. and I have a hope in my heart that by telling them we can learn from them and yeah. I'm getting more disillusioned from that kind of idea because I feel like I've been telling them stories and people have been telling them and things aren't getting so much better. But there's that hope that we have to do that to keep to keep going. And yeah. I think film does that for the general population. It does.
0: Because, like, for example, the Malcolm X film, yeah. when you see, like, black people come together like yeah. that, it's like it's happened before. It's not like we're all against each other. No, one. not at all. The way that, like i see like the nation of islam work. yeah i don't follow that but yeah when i see like the structure of them black people if they can do it we must be able to do something exactly.
1: but there's so many pockets of like movements with black people that they've come together so well and so yeah. beautifully it's it's very possible but we need a united cause and i don't think we all as every single black people need to come together because we're not all fighting for the same thing
0: yeah. There's, do you know what, that? I've been having conversations. Mm. My sister always says stop saying with my sister but I was having a conversation <laughs> with my sister. And we we're talking about like black people aren't just one thing. So no. some people like to compare us to like the Asian community, but within the Asian community there's so much different areas of communities within the community. Yeah. So it's like a massive solidarity. So like the Pakistanis do it think that's how they do it. Yeah. Then exactly. the Chinese. But then with black people people expect like the caribbeans to do it how africans do it we've we've been raised different we have been taken away from our culture from the caribbean so it's like hard to say we all must follow this same exactly and there's like even like religious uh, religion there's so much different religion Mm -hmm. that people follow just black It'll, people why would we all unify under one exactly something. so it's not easy for everybody to say do you know what this is the way we're gonna end racism yeah but we need to all understand that there's different communities in our mm. black yeah nuts, and everybody needs to sit together Definitely. but what i see when i look at like massive debates online or something i just see people arguing yeah and there's no actual solutions being no. pushed that's why i just feel like these like Quote unquote Twitter activists, like what is the purpose?
1: Because you're not actually trying to move a narrative forward. You just want to say your opinion loudly and yeah. sometimes
0: quite wrongly. Why is it called Tra- trauma bonding? Trauma bonding. Yeah, yeah. not a fan of that. People, love um, I don't want to out talk out. about
1: the traumas and of my life. I'll rather joy joy bond. Exactly. <laughs> that joy bond. <laughs> exactly. Bond, bond over it, go on holiday and smashing our goals and all that good stuff in life. But yeah. don't get me wrong. It's important to you know acknowledge what's wrong with society but also don't you think it's funny that the black community is a thing black being a race encompassing so many different countries continents places but when we say like Asians that already does refer to the, like a continent and a place
0: yeah that like why
1: I just I don't want to say but, I'm against the term black because black par- proud, black yeah. power and black pride have been like movements that have unified us but blackness is it's as a collective like identity is a bit of a myth this
0: i this is what i was trying to say like it it, doesn't make sense because so and it is really from slavery forced yeah it's just so hard to say do you know what we need to all be together when it some black like look at like somalians i would argue and say that community is together like but then they would probably argue and say we're not like you never know what they're
1: saying it's like with the Asian community like I live in a predominantly Asian area like I think my road is it must be at least 90% Asian um and I can tell you for free that my Indian neighbours don't like the Pakistani people because they're Muslim and they are they just don't get on and they're Sikh or whatever and then the Hindu people down the road don't get on with these people and then these people that are richer look down their nose at these people and they're all Asian there isn't solidarity there this myth of solidarity I don't know who is pushing it but even when we think about politicians like Priti Patel for example she does not speak for all Asians she She speaks for a very upper class nationalistic woman that's had privilege in her life. She's not speaking for, like, I don't know, working-class Bangladeshis yeah. that are, you know, kind of coming out at the bottom in education and in poverty sometimes. We don't think of Asians as the different groups that they might be. Um, and, yeah, I feel like we need to do that with black people
0: too. Like, split us up. We need to... Und- Wait, then, we how do unify. you categorise us then? Because you know have, now. like, you Caribbean... Do we need to, I, have- I don't know, because I think we always look at black people and we say, OK, that's a black person. Yeah. The must have this experience but then i always think like i really admire i'd hate saying african culture because there's so much yeah Yeah. (laughs) be specific (laughs) yeah but like say nigerian culture i really admire that like a young nigerian man would know how to greet another nigerian yes absolutely so i love that form of culture but then do you think jamaicans have a culture
1: yeah but this is where we have been in this country now coming up 3 4 generations. Yeah. So our culture I don't think is necessarily Jamaican. It's it's Jamaican British, British Jamaican. And I think we need to embrace whatever we want that to be, but embrace it because we aren't the, we go we go back to Jamaica and we're not the same. Yeah. There are differences. They live a different lifestyle, the mentality might be different. We live constantly in defense of whiteness yeah. they don't have to live like that so their True. defense then comes from class sometimes yeah. their struggles might be to do with gender more so than the re- the fact that they're black because everyone in jamaica's black
0: yeah so i
1: think it's important that maybe as, as black british people we kind of create if we are going to create a culture that is encompassing of, of us as black britons And I think we can do that with um, people from Africa and people from the Caribbean islands because I think we, as young black people anyway, I think there is a bit of a shared, not struggle, but a shared experience.
0: Yeah. And that's what I love about, like, the Gen Z generation. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, (laughs) But, like, But, like, that's what I love about, like, the black, like... Our generation, yeah. because we are able to like speak up, stand our point, like really say, Do you know what? We've been through this collectively, exactly. but like some people like to downplay what they go through. Yeah. And, okay, <laughs> I want to say this properly. Okay, but do you know when you speak to a black person yeah. and they say, I've never experienced racism, and they kind of dismiss it? Yeah, what do you think about that?
1: I think it's sometimes generational and sometimes a way of dealing with. like my nan will tell you that she's never faced racism yeah. (laughs) and I can tell you she has but (laughs) what she might class as racism we, no, what she would yeah, what she would class as racism might be being beaten up in the street or something really out there, whereas we are more sympathetic to these little microaggressions, say you know, if someone like crosses looks at us funny or says says a comment we will call on that we'll jump on that whereas my nan's generation you know they were accepting of so much more because they felt uh oh you know we've come into this country and now we just have to cut our heads down and find a way to make it and make it for our children so that generation i understand it in our generation i kind of get it too because some people are brought up with that mindset of like let's not always call it racism
0: yeah
1: and is it a way
0: of coping I think it is a way of coping but low-key I do think it's a a bit dismissive yeah say if I say like we're having a conversation I've been like I'll go through all of this at work and then they're like oh I've never experienced and it makes me think like oh my gosh is it just me yeah am I crazy And, and it's like a big cycle definitely but like I'm very I look at like things logically yeah so i don't call everything out as racism for example like do you know what happened with dmx and prince philip that newspaper truthfully i didn't class it as racism but some people might be like you might be ignorant Mm. so i'm very open to learning however sometimes i look at stuff and i say there's other aspects but i'll never openly want to say it's not racism because it makes me seem like i'm dismissing a serious issue
1: yeah and also like if you don't know or understand all the nuances in any situation like you can't speak on it and call it anything fair enough it's you know you can call if you feel it and you feel like it's racism you can definitely say that i think you should be listened to but that's not always the case i guess with everyone but if i was to say to turn around to someone and say i'll face this you know i feel like i'm being racially discriminated against and someone was like i've never faced that like, yeah. you couldn't be my friend anymore if you weren't it's my friend true. before. Like,
0: because what what is that response? It's yeah. not helpful. It's not helpful to anyone. It's not helpful at all. Mm-mm. But, like, I think people do it because they don't want to feel like a victim. And yeah. I think there's so much times in life, like you constantly like, oh, I'm a victim, I'm yeah. a victim. And that mentality isn't it's really that healthy. positive no. to walk around with. Definitely. So it's kind of like, do you know what? I don't want to walk in a room and think people's going to judge me because of my skin colour. Yeah. Let's play oblivious and let's just prove mm. myself the best as I can be. See, I would love that. But I
1: think because i've been in a situation where i've been oblivious genuinely and then beating myself up, up for not being good enough when it yeah. probably was racism. racism i that is worse for me that yeah. mindset of beating myself up, up for not being good enough when it yeah. i couldn't have done anything more or anything better so yeah. i would rather go into it hyper aware that everyone in this room might hate me because i'm black yeah. not necessarily while out about it but be aware of it because i'm not gonna then go home and be mad at myself if i gave my all don't get me wrong that takes a lot of self-reflection to say that you did your best because there's some situations where i might say look i didn't actually do my best they didn't Mm. like me because i wasn't good it wasn't racism it wasn't this it wasn't sexism but i personally for me to cope in this britain i have to be like on guard yeah especially in like what i do with history and academia like it is a very white space. Like I'm the only black girl in the room for the majority of the time. Like yeah. my when I did Caribbean history, there was like that was the time at my undergrad. There was the only time there was like four of us out of ten in the room that were black. It was amazing. Like we were gassed. We actually the four of us sat there and actually got gassed. Oh that's not okay because it's the first time we'd been I in was a room. I'm looking with at others. you like
0: that's shocking. Like, yeah, literally, we yeah. were literally sat
1: there and we like it then we, history, we were like yeah. why are we excited? When I did my masters, I was the only black person doing a masters phd or any postgraduate course in the school of arts and culture that is history that's like philosophy that's so many different courses the only black person so when we did get into black history when we did a week on decolonizing the curriculum like i'm literally doing a seminar (laughs) like because it got to the point where i was the only one that cared about this stuff because that is literally what my research is so i have to go into those situations being Being prepared because i can't be beating myself up about not being good enough the imposter syndrome's too
0: much already you don't ever want to think uh i I completely get where you come from on that because do you know what Okay, this is what I always have thought. Yeah. I never loosely use the word racism no. because I never want to be at school and the teacher, like, may look at me for, I don't know. Oh, yeah, like, that's racist. Yeah, and that's <laughs> racist because <laughs> yeah. a lot of children nowadays, oh, yeah, they, they are do. doing they it. Say it to me. And the call- school, <laughs> yeah. like, guys. Like they're, call- like, they're pulling the racism card, and I never want to get to a point where, right, white like, people are like, Actually, they're calling everything racist yeah. because we are living in a country which I think is a positive where white people are actually very scared to be yeah. labelled as a racist. Definitely. And they're like tiptoe around the world. Mm-hmm. Never, nobody wants to be called a racist. No. So, I want to keep that up. I yeah. don't want it to be to the point where it's like, black people, I literally walked across the street because I had a bus come in yeah. and they're calling me racist because yeah, of that. Exactly. So I think we do need to start actually using the word appropriately Definitely. instead of just... Throwing it around. Throwing it around. Yeah. And I do hear like a lot of people throw it around. Same. But this is a little bit of switch of gears. But I've actually waited to have you on to talk about Mm, this again. Okay. What do you think about like freedom of speech? Like, so I'm gonna talk about Piers Morgan and I'm gonna tell you why I like (laughs) Piers Morgan. (laughs) okay go on Um, the thing is i always get nervous about putting these like opinions out because people might look at me away but i'm going to we all know i've got a clean heart so (laughs) i love that disclaimer (laughs) you know that i mean well yeah we all know that i mean well but i think do you know like if we try and not hear what people pierce morgan potentially could be a racist yeah yeah. we don't want to hear what he's saying yeah how are we going to know what the oppressor's thinking
1: I want to hear what people like I him. I feel think. like I don't need him to tell me. I know. I, I yeah. Like I, there's nothing he ever says that I don't feel like I know. Oh, yeah, I don't know. You know what? If you ever want to know what the aggressive thing, just go onto Diane Abbott's replies. Uh,
0: yeah, oh on Twitter. God. Just any no, black. It's really racist. Twitter's horrible. So, my mom. <laughs> yeah, she went on Good Morning. Yeah, and like. I don't know what it was. So, you know, you, you have fun. You yeah, do of you course. You want to. Yeah. I looked under. All you heard is, uh, what is this black lady talking about? Black the, people? Yeah. I said, I've never seen this. side of Twitter. No, it's horrible. And this is why I believe echo chambers mm-hmm. are so so
1: Um, bad I've started following a few journalists that are on the other side because it is important to know and also sometimes to challenge your own view you don't have to agree in the end but just to say like oh this is what they think is there element of truth in that no but I've, I've considered it
0: I yeah. used to have, a like, a politics account. Yeah. This That's what my Gen Z account was. Yeah. And I used to follow, like, a lot of conservative people. Because, yeah. obviously, you hear a lot of my mum's labour. I hear a lot about labour constantly. And I, I wanted to hear, like... Do you know what? They think they're right. I want to see their, like... Yeah. Their side yeah, of the view. absolutely. And, like, do you know what? I won't lie. I did understand... I do... I'm, as I said, I'm quite understanding. So, I understand <laughs> where a lot of people are coming from. Yeah. However echo chambers oh, i feel like this is a tangent but i want to talk about echo chambers okay. <laughs> we are in this little bubble that we believe that's the truth yep. that's why brexit why people are so shocked mm-hmm. why we've left yep. that's why people are so shocked that conservatives constantly win why don't we open up our minds a little bit and hear people like pierce morgan out yeah. so we can sort of say do you know what do we need to hear him, though? Can it be someone else, please? Just not you know hear me. He's just so, so irritating. I've He's got something not- for an educated person. I know it sounds stupid. Yeah. But when somebody can back their opinions up with just straight facts, I might not agree with the way they've twisted the facts. Yeah, that's However, my issue. The yeah. Alternative facts. Mm. yeah. I, I might not like the way they've twisted, but they've built their opinion based on something that actually happened. they never yeah. built it up, like... Do you know, Predigist? Yeah, yeah. If that's the case, I guess. So like, when I heard him talk about Meghan Markle and stuff, I heard him talk about a play... (laughs) No, I heard him talk about like, everybody said that was racist, but then, in two seconds after, people saying that it's because she rejected a date. So yeah. what is it? Is he what a bitter it, man yeah. or is he racist? I'm, I'm just confused. Well, in my humble and personal opinion, I feel like he was rejected
1: and have a, has a vendetta against her, so then picks on anything that the racist press do and to support his own argument that she's a bad person without yeah. then realising he is upholding a racist ideology from the media yeah. I don't necessarily think and don't get me wrong like I don't really listen to him and even when he was on Good Morning Britain I, I just would not I blocked him on Twitter so I would never see his posts like I just didn't yeah. want to hear it um, I think he probably I don't think he's necessarily racist I don't really see how he would have kind of got to where he is. Like, he obviously could. You can be successful and racist, but just yeah. the kind of circles he's been in and the people he kind of interviewed in the past and the th- work he's done, I don't wouldn't necessarily be the first to call him racist, but he's problematic for upholding and pushing that narrative. Yeah. That, yeah, especially for a young woman in the press. I just, yeah. I
0: hated it. It's too much, man. Do you know what? Because I, I believe so... I'm not really for Meghan, so I always okay. like struggle to talk about it. I because- can't stand
1: any of the royals. I don't want to hear about any of them, Meghan and Harry yeah. included. Uh, that, yeah. But she was, she they dragged her through this press. What? It was so unnecessary. No one else was getting. They have a whole pedophile under their roof that they're protecting, and no one dragged him like they dragged her. It was just, and that's the thing. It's like, what else could it have been? Because she's American. Well, no, because none of the. Headlines pointed to that. No, I don't know. Also, when I, I first don't know.
0: started to look into the story, I definitely thought it was because she was American. Yeah. Because me, when I look at American, I think Kardashians. I yeah. Think Trash. Look, Donald <laughs> Trump was president. A cele like they're all about this Ronald thing, Reagan was a celebrity. Exactly. Like they're about this celebrity culture. Yeah, so I was thinking more so she brought over the American culture to mm. the UK. Now I don't even think they gave her a voice to do that. Me saying that it's not racist, that's yeah. a lie. Because we all know that the British press... Like, I study journalism. I understand that yeah. it does have a racist undertone. However, I think that Meghan Markle sometimes plays victim a lot. Like... In some, what way? So, how can... Everything that she stated in the interview... Yeah. Oh, I don't want to go into this no, no. <laughs> Everything she stated in the interview, yeah. Yeah, she basically knows that nobody can come out and say anything about it. Because when she was speaking about Kate Middleton... Yeah. Kate Middleton cannot come out and say what actually happened. I'm not waving the flag for Kate. don't know Kate. Don't care for her. Mm. However, we have to just believe what Megan says. Now, this is my other issue. I speak my opinions quite openly to all people I meet. Yeah. Black people and white people tell me that I as a black woman <laughs> am being racist towards Meghan Markle this how is I don't this term understand is, exactly yeah. like I don't understand what I'm, I understand racism yeah. of course I, look at yeah, <laughs> look at me like of course I understand it definitely. now I can't relate to Meghan Markle yeah. Meghan if I married into the KKK I can tell you this for free I can tell you this for free my brother sitting here my mum and dad <laughs> they won't have no sympathy for me what I go through they won't yeah. care about yeah definitely
1: yeah I didn't I don't like that part of the narrative of like you didn't you weren't forced to marry the man Um, I just think though like whatever choices you're making like, I just feel like no one deserved that yeah. It's just horrible.
0: She didn't, deserve, it was too she didn't much. deserve the British like media going yeah, against her. It's, it's a lot. She, do you know what? She didn't deserve a lot of it. No. However, I think that all the... What people do, black people, they make it so as soon as you go against a black opinion, you're like an outsider so that's why Mm. I always look at outsiders and sort of look at how they think not because I love them or I agree with them so like Candice Owens I will sit down and look at a lot of things that she does because I have to say do you know what I don't agree you know I don't agree with her on a lot of things that she says but I have to she's a black woman I can't deny her experience Yeah, unless she's being completely fake which I do not believe I don't think she's dancing for massa. I don't (laughs) I think she actually believes everything that she says and there's some things that she's correct on yeah. But, like, uh, I'm going to tell you about the week that I've had. So, okay. I was looking at the. She was arguing with Killer Mike. They weren't arguing, but they're having a discussion. Yeah. And basically, everything that she said was dismissed yeah. because she's a conservative. Yeah, she's no, talking right. back on some of the things she's saying.
1: And as you said, by not listening to someone like her, who is upholding a different opinion from the traditional black view that we might be accustomed to, we are missing out on the uh, the opposing side, and not even the opposing side in the sense that we're all black. Uh. And th- that's the thing with like even for me, I look a lot into the difference between like like black billionaires and black capitalists and black socialists. And there are black socialists that would say like you know Beyonce and Jay Z they are an enemy of progress. They are not going to help us get there. And then some people are so much, you know, to the point we need economic power. We need black billionaires to pour back into the community and get us out or whatever. So that debate is already something split, let alone them bringing in political ideologies like conservatives and left-wing ideologies. And yeah, so I think it's interesting. I like knowing both and even with the capitalism and socialism, I don't even know where I stand with it all because I can't be a socialist because I like nice things and I don't think I need to, uh, I don't like the idea of, Working hard to then pay it out, but so, I'll, I'll happily pay taxes, and I I like that. I'm probably as left wing as Labour, maybe further than now because Keir Starmer's gone quite far. <laughs> Back to the centre, but yeah, Low-key I conservatively. Mm. <laughs> oh, was that? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think it is, as you said, important to note their opinions. And also, when I this is a bit of a tangent, but when I was studying my A levels, I picked philosophy, and I didn't want to do it anymore because I'm religious, and the teacher. The philosophy was very like it's very quite it's atheist isn't it it's looking yeah. at other reasons for creation for this for that and my teacher said to me look Deanna you're religious right if you want to be strong in your religion you need to know these philosophical views and you need to be able to argue against them to strengthen your own opinion because if you can stand up against this view and say actually I believe this still then surely you're going to be stronger in your faith and I was like it's a fact
0: Trudy. why she she yes. lives, that's a and that, fact. I think that applies to politics because i think you have to be educated in all aspects of life yeah so you can understand things Definitely. like and when i say everybody thinks i'm very like i go with the flow. like i i like to understand everybody yeah so people would be like you have to be black and you have to be left-wing wow first of all a support labor <laughs> but I do plan on being very wealthy when I grow yeah. up. Is labour in my favour? We just need to stop equating black
1: to, yeah, uh, to poverty.
0: Yeah, like, we do. It's, not, it's not the same thing.
1: And all, But then also, like you can be very wealthy, and yeah, labour might not support you, but then... I would see that me paying taxes to pay for potentially people that can't afford stuff like NHS and like educational services and that stuff. I'd still want to give back in that way. Like, I know a lot of, you know, rich people that will still vote Labour because they believe in that, that political system. ideology I, and that I, system.
0: That the UK right now, yeah. like with our, like, welfare... Do we even call it welfare? Like, our benefit system, <laughs> yeah. I think that that's fine. I don't. But, no, <laughs> don't. OK. No. I think... Universal so I'm probably just doing a podcast <laughs> about single black father. yeah if you're telling people that it's actually more beneficial to be a single mother yeah of course people won't want to like to be a family no absolutely it's actually easier for a mother to be to, single yeah. on the books than if they're together mm-hmm. so i think after me handing out all these like incentives and yeah. do you know what jsa like J- yeah definitely and- but then i don't know like are there actually people that are sitting there
1: like don't get me wrong, there might be, and I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth, that I actually sit in there like, oh, actually, if you go out of the home and you go and just be separate and I just raise these kids on my own, life's going to be easier. Because it's not, like, money's not everything, and having a two-parent household is... Do you well, know what I mean? Do people actually do that You have do to that think mass? about... I don't really, know.
0: Like, you have to think about... Absolutely, absolutely. Realistically, like, if you're a single mother, I believe half of your nursery fees get paid. Yeah. Like, you get a lot more support from the government. Yeah. And... The Thing is, a lot of not much people are making big money, absolutely. Like, we're in quite a you know, yeah, so, well, it's like yeah. a one percent, there's a one percent, exactly. It? Like, we've like, so already 60k, so yeah. people are working humble jobs. So, like, when it comes to fathers, it's like, is it worth it to be a strong family if the government's going to help us more? If we're not,
1: I get that. I don't know though. Oh, I just feel like it's vilifying the wrong people, yeah, because. I don't I do agree with oh, that. I have had an economics teacher and she used to always say like if we spent as much time even going after one of these billionaire companies and getting them to pay their tax in the UK like everyone could be a benefit thief and you wouldn't know because the amounts of difference, like we, you know, vilifying people for like taking handouts from the state when it's you're getting what, like a couple extra hundred pound a week and a month compared to the Amazons and the Starbucks that don't pay tax. We could get billions. Like obviously we can't because they've got lawyers and legal loopholes and all that stuff. But Mm. I don't know, like that conversation sometimes vilifies the wrong person
0: well I think the bigger companies are actually doing more for the community Girl. So mm. like Amazon I work no. for Amazon yeah like, Amazon pays no. my bills no. like the the true like, like base, I guess yeah big companies provide jobs they provide stability. They, provi- like, they provide a lot of things that's going on. Amazon, I think they've got about five locations in, but I'm not too sure. Yeah. But do you know how much jobs that's provided no, to definitely. our like, No, account- definitely. And
1: yeah, jobs, obviously jobs are necessary and jobs are needed. But we live in a system where we voted for said elected officials to uphold these laws. And one of them is collecting corporation tax and it's yeah. not happening. So yeah. it's like, I don't care if you're bringing me a thousand jobs, like run the tax but, money. But it's
0: helping the economy somehow. Like having like somebody committing some form of tax fraud but they're doing they're but not directly helping the community however they're definitely like creating a better system in the I community. Disagree. do you think
1: because i don't think any number of jobs is going to equate to this revenue of money lost and offshore account and it's not just we've said one company but it's not just one is it yeah like i yeah i don't and they whilst yes they're giving jobs they are like you know not that well paid these millionaire owners and billionaire owners and trillionaire owners are getting richer and richer and yes you might be getting you know x or y amount of pound an hour how much is that actually benefiting you in comparison to this one individual
0: now that's trillionaire you know what I get that I'm just not about trillionaires or billionaires for that matter do (laughs) do you you like believe me you know what I always love conversations like this I actually think capitalism is okay (sighs) like I think we need some form of hierarchy in society because we're all arguing for this Flat yep. line, like, everything to be equal. But if I know that, do you know what? If I don't go to uni... Yep. If I Actually, no, I don't like to put so much pressure yeah. on uni, but if I don't do this and I don't do right. this, I don't have bills, I can't pay my bills. Yep. It's going to give me an incentive to build up such a great society we have now. Definitely. See, my sociality. A-level's <laughs> really creeping Is it? But, like, that. we're building up a society because yep. everybody's working hard. Do you think an iPhone would be made if it wasn't in a soci- um, capitalist society? Yeah. It wouldn't see, be. See, this is
1: I have this argument a lot, and I don't necessarily have my fir- feet firmly in any space along that spectrum because I do see like wealth as, in some ways, the only ways for Black people to be in a better position in this country, for example. But then historically, just to be that guy, or the the most successful even though they were kind of short-lived movements of like black liberation were rooted in Marxism whether that be like the Panthers or someone like um, oh, my mind's gone completely blank. I feel like we Perhaps should explain what Marxism
0: well. is. Okay, a lot of people might not know.
1: Oh, I don't want to be that guy. But, okay, okay, well, it's different. Like, Marxism, socialism, like, capitalism... Sorry, socialism. communism. We can't just clump them all together, even though I've kind of used them interchangeably, so my apologies. Marxism is the principle of Karl Marx. Yeah. Um, who... Is this idea of kind of you know you've got classes you've got the like working class you've got the proletariat and he's uh, his idea of the proletariat yeah the (laughs) bourgeoisie they're like exploiting the like working class kind of bottom people and he's yes talking about this kind of level of equality now Marxism is like the theoretical basis for say communism. But it didn't kind of work out that way because communism hasn't turned bad in a lot of countries. Um, yeah. I'm not the best person to explain this. I'm paraphrasing a lot. Yeah. I feel like do some Googles as
0: well if you like, want. So basically, Marxism, it's like the rich are exploiting the poor. Yeah. So, like. Um, do you know how the rich get richer and the poor get poorer? It's like keeping like a block in between the both. Absolutely, which Amazon is exactly what's happening. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think sometimes we have to understand that money really is like what makes the world go round. Definitely. And people... If we give everything to the people in our country, which is fair, morally, this is right, but to run an actual decent country, is that what we need? What's a decent country, though? A wealthy country? I think no country's got it right. I don't even think... like People would say, like, Dubai... There is no perfect country. Low crime rates. Like, what countries are looking at there's no crime? Was it Saudi Arabia that has no crime? Really? Yeah. 1%, Yeah. Oh, wow. Because people are just scared to break the law. Of course, yeah. But, like, now places like Saudi Arabia has another a lot of other things that's wrong yeah, with like them. Yeah, like sexual... But, sex, sexism? Yeah, they've mentality. got a lot of things wrong with them. However, when I'm talking about just the... Hierarchy in society, yeah, it needs to be there. The, we need to have poor to sort
1: of. It's, it's, I know it sounds horrible when you say that. Like, it, it, low key, even sounds heartless. Like, we need yeah. to have poor people, but, but you, you are right. Like, there has to be an incentive to work. My issue, I think, as well, in this country, is there's just so many barriers to success. Yeah, so it's like, unfortunately, as you as you've said, the poor are getting poorer and the rich are getting richer. Like, there could be more balance. That's For cool. me, I think. You know, when we look at like measures of like a country doing well and you look at GDP and stuff like that, I think income inequality is a big one to look at. So yeah. yes, you have a rich country, but what is the difference between the bottom one percent and the top one yeah. percent? I think in within countries there should be less of a gap because it just doesn't make sense like it doesn't when when you got a country that everyone pays tax in quite a lot of tax like that how can it be that then these people are so so rich and these people are so so poor that right. is where i have i think an issue and where that's why i think i'd, yeah. I'd go as left as labor and yes. i don't think i'll ever vote conservative in my life don't, don't get me wrong because i'm happy to pay taxes i'm happy to pay a higher bracket if i get there amen yeah. but then also i wouldn't ever censor myself of earning a certain amount because i don't believe i should be rich Cause yeah. that is
0: a goal you want money you want to be financially I stable being, I don't know whether I'm I don't know because I always look at my future and I'm like yeah. I would love to be a part of the 1% that's the goal well, yeah, yeah I would I would want the lifestyle <laughs> but I don't want the pressure that's the goal but like Of guilt apparently this is me just repeating what I heard the other day if you earn 38k yeah it, you, and or 50k it's better to earn 38 because yeah, you yeah, get taxed so tax. mm-hmm. much. And I actually agree with tax because you know what? I think all kids should get food in their stomach Yeah, exactly. I think everybody has should get an equal opportunity for education. Definitely. Even like university, I know that sounds stupid. Yeah, I but think I higher education that, should be a right. That should be a right yeah. because that's I think that's where the barriers mm-hmm. of success is because some people can't afford to go uni. It's like, oh I finished school, let me go get a job in a factory yeah, exactly. and just make life work. Definitely. practical
1: yeah it's a hard one I think I always think that yeah everyone should have the right to higher education as well but then I guess I can hear a capitalist in my mind that's like yeah but then we devalue um, higher education if everybody has it and like now we're in a place where like I did a masters um, and I know a lot of people do a masters not necessarily because they want to but because they feel like they need to stand out from having an undergrad because everyone has an undergrad Um, I actually like studying history so that's why I did mine (laughs) Um, but yeah like it happens so I don't know, like, things like we have to pay tax though, so because in terms of the NHS, like, if you if you have a baby we don't have to foot the bill for that, like yeah. that is expensive, that's not something that most people could just pay out of pocket like street lighting, rubbish collection yeah. all this stuff is like, council tax, it's all you know, It's we have to pay your way in a society that is helping you out and yeah. that's why I get mad when the bin men go on strike and they're not collecting rubbish men are always <laughs> angry going- about
0: something I don't they know are. why they're so oppressed know. like, I think i don't know it is a really interesting conversation because yeah. i really think there's no right answer neither do i you only can get close to perfect right. you can never get a perfect Absolutely. work in society but now even me i really don't want to do a master's yeah. i don't really love don't blame studying. me <laughs> i don't i'll talk truth like i don't yeah. love studying but i feel like i want to have that sort of level of both people yeah than just having my undergrad because you know what you speak to a lot of people on the street a lot of people have yeah exactly and
1: it's it's, it becomes a status thing or you know the fear of when I get to like 30 or 40 and I want to go into this career and I need a master's or I need to set myself apart but by then you might have kids you might have a mortgage to pay so that was I think a lot of people at this age are like I'll just do it now I'm in the mindset of studying get it done student loan is there and then in the future if I use it I use if I don't I don't but I love I see it yeah a lot of conversations now though are saying like oh is uni even worth it is this it even is. worth it, and I mean, I personally had the best time. I think in terms of
0: learning as well yeah. as socials and everything else. Do you know how I'm so like? I always like to use the right words, but I look into everything deeper. So, yeah. for example, the vaccination yeah. things now. A lot of people, you know, what a basic skill you learn at uni? You critical learn thinking. how to critical, critical think. think. You learn how to can, look. How no, to can bit. you just can I clap for you? Because <laughs> look, I did it as an A level. Yeah. When
1: I tell you, even I did it like an AS. I don't know why our school did it, but the way that I learn about even right newspapers, different political leanings, and don't get me wrong, people learn that elsewhere but yeah. to argue your point properly like i see people on twitter and i'm like that is you're just attacking the person you're not exactly. actually attacking their view you know that's a circular argument you're just going round and round yeah. Criti-
0: it's a really big thing that you learn at uni so i know i'm gonna be in like best uni debt and stuff however the actual skills i've learned at uni that's nothing to do with journalism no. nothing to do with yeah, the yeah. actual art of sitting down and writing and telling the stuff is actually priceless. I know it sounds dumb, but, like, even situations I'm in in life, I look at it and I'm like, do you know what? I'm not going to look at that at face value. No. Like, you know, what? Like, who wrote that? You might say the author wrote it, but, you know, yeah. referencing. Like, even, like, we'll talk about how we hate referencing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you have to look, like, where did it come from? Yeah, Why does exactly. everybody believe it? And it's it? holding
1: you accountable to say, I have gotten this information from this source, and when you go to that source, they have been peer-reviewed, or they have been put in this journal, which has been checked by these experts, yes. or this website, or this newspaper. And you have to have that in society, especially with so much fake news and there's, false information going around. Which, there's so right, much right, fake news,
0: and, like... People look at a picture and yeah. be like, do you know what? It has to be real because it's on my phone. Somebody posted <laughs> it on Instagram. Honestly. Oh my gosh, I've got to forward this WhatsApp message because it's a fact. <laughs> Literally, picture. like, and WhatsApp is going like, to close tomorrow. If you do not send yeah. this link over click it and People turn around to your Instagram, you're going to die. Like, yeah, they don't <sighs> look at things yeah. and they don't care for things. And it's just like, This is where education's important. However, I do think that there's a lot of people who feel pressured to go into education and it's not for them. I actually believe education might not be for me yeah because i'm not the best at concentrate i've got really bad concentration skills yeah however the actual art of doing work i'll get it done yeah <laughs> I'll get it that done. makes sense but like some people feel pressured to do it and then i think that's even worse because imagine doing it even an undergrad yeah. and you don't even want to do it yeah you're doing law because it sounds smart yeah.
1: but do you want to be you a won't lawyer. get through it though i feel like at uni you just it's so like high pressure, and there's so much work. If you're if you don't like it at least a little bit, you're yeah. gonna really really struggle. So I feel like doing like you know all these uni degrees or extra courses and masters and whatever. It actually really has to be for you. And yeah. for what you can get out of it. And it might be monetary in the future. Like what you're gonna get out of this job or this qualification, but it can't just be like, I need to do this or I want like yeah, yeah, there has to be more to it. I don't know. There I have just to to myself. I don't yeah, know. You know
0: it's true, you have to know what you wanna do, but then some people don't need to learn to critical things. You no, know, that's like, and some people get it prior to uni do you know or they wouldn't even learn in uni do you know like the sort of people who I really like I mm. was getting my car MOT'd the other yeah. day I'm watching these men running around like sorting out my car I don't yeah. have a clue I don't have a clue no literally and I was thinking they've made a livelihood out of something they're probably passionate about yeah. and they probably didn't have to open any books absolutely box. you know and what
1: I have always said this if I ever did life again I'm being a tradesman woman really yeah because they are always needed right and I know quite a few people that came straight out of school even like didn't go to college like back in the day when you didn't have to go at 16 you could finish education went straight into a trade and worked their way up and have their own business and you know they can flip houses and do all this other stuff that now people that are doing line to fives in offices want to be able to do but they have to go and hire xyz person to do so like like, i would go and do that we always we're always gonna need houses yeah there's certain jobs that
0: we're always gonna need and and you don't not everybody needs to be this like top of an organization yeah
1: and this is why i think you know but see i'm gonna be that guy this is where socialism comes in or is it socialism because socialism. you do. everybody
0: plays a part everybody, in society yeah
1: and in I guess in that sense just because your skill is leadership and your skill is trade why should there be a pay difference if you are truly doing your calling and what you're good at that no, is one argument come, that I've heard I
0: cannot combat that because it's facts <laughs>
1: because <laughs> it's, it's true facts. like why should a doctor right get paid less or more than any other person in society if they are doing what they're good at and what they love and we
0: all have to work in society I think we all a form of function i think i think i've heard this from you so i don't want to take it like it's mine but (laughs) when it comes to like doctors yeah they've done years and years exactly do you know i have to earn every last penny that Mm, i've put in to this degree that i'm trying to get yeah (laughs) i want to earn it but say if i just came out of school and i just fixed some cars and i just found myself successful in it yeah it's a little bit like you didn't take that jump me doing this degree now for journalism because mm-hmm. a lot of people look like at me like why would you do a degree in journalism yeah. just write something and put it out <laughs> yeah. like do you get what i'm saying yeah. why would you do a degree in it but like i've lost my trail of thought oh no that is not fun are you thinking about what well, you're yeah, doing journalism and oh, yeah. why people would you do that ask, why would yeah. i do journalism and then but my education now th- there's a chance that i might not get the job like yeah. i'm risking this A couple of years. I could be wasting my time. I could really be spending my rest of my life at Amazon. Not speaking into existence, but I could. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But then, say you don't even take that leap. Mm. You didn't even tap it. And that's where the pay gaps can really come in. But then you can get really rich people who... Do you know, like, the people who produce masks?
1: Yeah. They're probably... Yeah, 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 they're winning the body now. But (laughs) then also, to get a company to that level, where you've, you know, you've made it, like, a a limited... Private limited company, or you've got yeah. that. You need the business skill. Yeah. So you've had to have. You know what I mean? You yeah. UK. You just might be having a mass company but you there are skills whether you learn that at uni or you learn it working in a job or work experience or you watch youtube videos to do so you have put in the work and i think maybe are we saying suggesting that uni is this really big be all and end all when people put in work in other ways like people do apprenticeships and grind for like three pound an hour for years to then be that person just because we go to uni to do it or you know do you know what i mean there's and like people make youtube videos there's podcasts that go they're underground for for like years, no making no revenue, no money. They are doing that grind that longer than we did at uni. Yeah. But they don't blow until eight years later. And then it's like, oh my gosh, but we didn't look at the iceberg underneath, do you know what I mean?
0: That's true. (laughs) Because like but you have to think that when it comes to like the top I don't even want to say one percent. I'm talking about millionaires. Yeah. A lot of them, it's not educational skills they're using. People love to say, oh, is it Alan Sugar who didn't get no GCSE? I hear that circulate every year again. So there's an argument to be made that your highest doctor Mm. at the highest level isn't making as much money as the actual entrepreneur. I hear that,
1: but I'm going to be really maybe silly to say I don't think as black people we have that luxury in this country. I don't think we have that luxury of... Being that Alan Sugar, leaving school with no qualifications and getting some work experience somewhere and getting lucky. I don't think we have that luxury. When we, you know, that race report that came out that said Britain's no longer institutionally racist. Either way, <laughs> they looked at, they didn't, what the critique was, they didn't look at school leavers. They looked at the fact that white working class boys were coming out p- worse than, say, black Caribbean boys in terms of GCC qualifications. But they weren't looking at the fact that these white working class boys were still getting jobs and still growing economically, whereas, Black Caribbean working class boys were not able to do the same thing. There are yeah. racial barriers in the workplace. I don't think as black people in this country we can do that. The yeah. most the success stories of black people in this country is are the uni people that work their way up in finance or doctors or yeah. do you know what I mean? But you don't, I don't hear,
0: hear about them enough, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, you have to plug me, in. I sometimes like I find as I said, I like to follow a range of people. Mm. And there's a guy who's just really into finance. Yeah. And I think he's like, I don't want to say a millionaire, but he's making a lot of money. Yeah. And he's an educated young black man. Yeah. He's young as well. He's probably about 28. Yeah. yeah. And he's really making a yeah. good living that could change generations for him. Do you Definitely, know what I'm saying? yeah. But in our... You know what? I'm going to do, like, a long episode and cut it because I want to speak to you about okay. so much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> is coming up now. Oh, is you? it? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Got I've got to say. Again, so it's very good. Is it good? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Sorry. Thanks. So, I think that... Um, what did I just say before I said that? <laughs>
1: um, Like, Oh, we we're talking about the finance. Yeah, yeah it came more
0: finance people, that oh, boy, yeah, that so made now, it. now, what are okay. young black people are seeing? Yeah, is these celebrities? Yeah, like oh, you crept in Conan's. I need to be a footballer. I need to be mm-hmm. an <laughs> entertainer. But it's not like popular now. No, to be just a yeah literally just a really educated because I look at success and this is what I've had to change Mm -hmm. about me when I saw success before I feel everybody has to be Jeff Bezos you have to be Mm -hmm. like Oprah you have to be this big rich person yeah in actual fact success is a massive spectrum yeah and there's so much different things of it so I would say somebody who's just comfortable yeah you go no, on a literally? holiday once a year they got a nice house you don't have to worry about bills like yeah. even if one month you have to cut down on mm. your takeaways so you can go on yeah. i would class that as success Same. but now when you're a young black person like me i always look at all the glitz and the glamour that's yeah. what you have to look at for success because that's what you see but yeah. then you look at like when you think about when the country goes into um there's something that i watch and I won't remember it now. But when, basically, when something an issue goes so big, goes to the Supreme Court, yeah. it's all white people, you see? Yeah, them? yeah, absolutely. And you're like, oh, there's not... Black people won't even think about going into big no. law like that because they'll be like, oh, is there an opportunity to climb that high? But I think... God, see, there
1: are. I don't know. Maybe... There, I know so many people say In
0: law, in this and that, well, you but you know why you're different, why? Because you currently just studied a master's, yeah, it's at true. and that's where I'd meet, meet exactly. Yeah, like if you're just like a young black boy, yeah, who's right. left school, you've decided to go and get a job somewhere, yeah, you're not seeing these people, no, no, no. but that's why I kind of. Like, and I don't know if we're
1: kind of flipping back to where we started with social media. I love that you've got these like financiers on like talking about personal finance on like Instagram. I yeah. love that you've got like history Do you know what I mean? Like making these professions cool. Like you've got like law podcasts. You've got like black. There's literally Black in STEM is a group. Black in geography. These are like organisations set up by students now that didn't see themselves and now want you know little black boy, little black girl to see that. And this is an alternative career that pays well. You will have a if you're a black geographer and you get into a lab, you get some research to go and travel the world and look at rocks and look at this and the other. That's a comfortable life. You're having fun. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not the rapper and the footballer and the baller lifestyle but yeah we need to look at that I think a name for that within our community maybe or not I don't know I only
0: can speak from where like I used to look at things from yeah one of my favorite things I used to say is like yeah like I would have to if I wanted to be like a nurse I would have to be on my 20th year of my career to earn what Beyonce might earn in one handshake Mm -hmm. and that's what I always used to think like and I think a lot of people think like me. Like... Like
1: yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm different, but I just feel like there's a certain amount of money where, as you said, you're comfortable. You can pay your bills. You can go on your holidays. And I think after that, it just gets a bit ridiculous. Like, uh, I think of things like,
0: in my head, I'm like, <laughs> do I
1: want a yacht in life? And I actually really want a yacht. Like Not <laughs> because I actually want a yacht. I just want to be on a yacht at some yeah. point. Do I need to earn yacht money or do I just need a
0: holiday where that I get, get to spend go- a week on a yacht? You sound like my sister. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, she was saying that to me. She was like yes exactly what she said you know what i mean like, like
1: we want elements of that but you don't i don't feel like i need to live that every day
0: yeah and That's maybe i'll after the jet. slog of life i before i die <laughs> this is a promise i'm gonna go on a private jet don't know how yeah. i'm gonna make it but it's gonna happen got you, know. you. <laughs> oh, sweet things into existence <laughs> and, then. and then it's like but do i want it to be so i'm so used to it that the luxuries not fun no more. Yeah. That it's like, oh, get the PJ. Do I yeah. want to do I want that? I still want some form of excitement. I think exactly. the art of building is still fun. Like at the moment I'm looking for a car. Yeah. And I've been speaking a lot about cars the last couple of days. Yeah. And it's like, yes I could rush and get this car that I would I've always wanted not no. Like a car that I would really want. Yeah. But there's actual art in looking forward to something and building and being like I want to achieve yeah. this. Yeah. Does that make sense? I you, yeah. Beauty in the struggle. Ugliness so yes. like you in the strokes of struggle uh, yeah. but yeah we're going to have to wrap it up I don't want to you have to come back on I will do I'm holding you to that definitely <laughs> had yes. a good time yeah <laughs> for sure so we're going to move on to the message to segment this is oh, no. a, <laughs> this is a segment where we have a message to a person or organisation or a thing positive or negative so I normally let my guests start off but do no, you have one no you're going to oh. go first and I'm going to think in two seconds <laughs> <laughs> okay so my one actually it's to all you Jim so the gym's open. Back off, yes. wanted to shed some like down pounds, all of that. Can we leave me alone though? When I'm in the gym, you know what always happens. An old man will come up to me and be like, "What are you training today, no. love?" one is to start a big conversation I literally want to do my little leg day yeah. do I think I'm doing something yeah I've got my little program from the woman I watch <laughs> I want to just be left alone don't yeah. now come and interrupt me whilst I'm trying to work out and divert my whole like training session yeah I absolutely hate it people think they're helping out and mm. I don't know you think it's, so this is from a loving place because I know they think they're helping yeah. but well, I actually find it really annoying sometimes I they just think they're, they're patronising aren't they it's so it happens to me all the time it's happened to me before and like I'll be in the gym and it's on machines that like, you can't get wrong I'm not doing nothing wrong you know like <laughs> the basic like <laughs> exactly you, you're pushing your legs up and then the mum will be like love so what part of your body today are you training <laughs> leave me alone honestly i hear that Just leave me be like i know i might send out like a helpless puppy but I'd, no leave it yeah but yeah tell me that's my message too. i hear that
1: <laughs> okay i have a message based on something i've seen on twitter in the past two days yeah. i don't like getting angry at things on twitter but i'm going to anyway <laughs> so my message is that people if they want to black women that is stop number one policing black women's hair for black woman wants to wear braids on her birthday as ridiculous as that (laughs) sounds i've seen it as a genuine debate they can wear braids on their birthday we all know right hair politics we know about black hair maybe we should come and talk about that we know about black hair politics right what's deemed as professional what's deemed as acceptable leave black women and their hair alone all of you white people black men other black women
0: just leave it alone Leave it out. Leave it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoyed yeah, today. It so I definitely good.
1: really enjoyed it. I feel like it was
0: like, you're in my kitchen. And yeah. We you know, every time I go to your house, I'm like, I don't want to leave. I'm yeah. always rushing somewhere, unfortunately. But yeah, um, yeah, do you good. have anything to plug? Um, Just on a podcast. History yes. Hotline, please. History then. Hotline, she talks about. I listened to Ray and Nephew today and um, mm. Aki, Aki, when you were talking me. about Aki and Saltfish. People are always like, yeah, they're the happy ones. Yeah, it's not about fact, racism. Aki, it's poisonous. Mm. when it's right. Unright. Unright. Yeah, yeah, yeah And like from History Hotline. Yeah. Really. <laughs> but yeah, same as always from me. Make sure you follow all my social medias at Tanika Tamsin, my Gen Z social media at the Gen no, at the Gen Z podcast underscore. Follow my website com. Everything that I produce is on there. And I've been really keeping up to date with it recently. But I'll still have to plug. I think that's everything make sure if you have any like money to donate to st vincent donate i'll put a link below it's a paypal account and we're sending it over um to like a charity of course so yeah oh,
1: sorry i didn't say my socials oh you <laughs> that did guys.
0: <laughs> um uh, deanna lynn cook
1: d-e-a-n-n-a-l-y-n-c-o-o-k on instagram and twitter history hotline the history hotline on instagram and the history hl on twitter
0: yeah and if you want to feel i feel like every time i speak to you i learn something oh thank you (laughs) thank you yeah (laughs) i'll see everybody next monday bye